Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com or by the phone at 215-259-3687. I wanted to talk to you today about the sort of semi-mysterious vaping deaths and illnesses that are occurring uh, just coming to the forefront of the news media. So, you know, from a personal injury lawyer perspective, we take notice of things when people are dying or seriously injured by a product. I will look at this case like a product liability case because someone, either the, uh, you know, smoking device or the insert um, is causing some people to have a reaction that is fatal or, you know, seriously compromises their ability to breathe. So those cases are worth looking at. It's not really clear right now, um, just based on the news media, you know, which vaping products are causing the problems. You know, if they're kind of one-off, off-label stuff from China that's not, you know, officially U.S. licensed and all that, that's one thing. If it's more of like, you know, Juul, or, you know, some other company is, you know, if it's part of their basic run-of-the-mill product that has these effects, that's a, you know, obviously a very different thing. It's much easier to go after, you know, a U.S.-based company that's got a product that's killing people because you don't have to go overseas looking for ownership and seeing if there's actually a company to really go after because going after a Chinese company believe me, is not um, for the faint of heart. It's a, it's a long slog. And, you know, you may get to the end and find there's no money there, and you don't want to do that because then you will have let yourself down and the family down, etc. So, you know, the analysis is, one, we got to figure out what's causing people to be sick or die, and that is something that's still kind of up in the air. So, you know, our job right now is to sit and wait and monitor. Um, it is kind of curious that, you know, some states have started banning, you know, e-cigarette type, you know, vaping products or flavored vaping products. It's not really clear to me since I don't vape exactly what the purpose of the bans are because it seems like there's a really small number of people with a really <clears throat> severe illness. And, you know, to start banning stuff now is is kind of uh, the shotgun approach that normally we don't use in this country because we're kind of more business friendly. So it's not really clear exactly what is causing the problem. But you've seen a dramatic, you know, news media response and, and public health response because one, it's scary. Two, it's young people who are dying. And three, it's a relatively new, you know, thing that's come along in the past, I'd say, five to seven years. So, um, you know, maybe it was not fully vetted by the FDA. Maybe it was not fully evaluated by the companies. And, you know, but the legal analysis is pretty straightforward. Your product killed somebody. You know, why or how <clears throat> is is for down the road to figure out. But, you know, as a company, if your product's killing people, you, you, you're going to have personal injury lawyers sniffing around because, you know, we can't have products out there killing people and, and, you know, the damage to people's 
lives and families is devastating. So, you know, uh, there are a couple pieces to the analysis. There's a new case in Pennsylvania that addresses these uh, products cases called uh, Tincher, T-I-N-C-H-E-R. It's a mind-numbingly long opinion. Uh, But, you know, essentially what we look at is, was the product inserted into the stream of commerce? Uh, Did the company know that it was dangerous? Is there just a small segment of the population that has a a curious reaction to it or a weird reaction to it? And, you know, the claim for those injured individuals is, was there a failure to warn them about the dangers of vaping this product? You know, usually the answer to that is, yes, of course, there was a failure to warn. You know, as time goes by, the the vaping companies may put greater warnings on their labels. But I think, you know, usually it looks at first like they had no idea that this was a risk or a complication or a problem to warn about. And then as you dig farther into their documents and their studies and their scientific evaluations, you may find, like we found with the cigarette companies, that, you know, they knew that these vaping products could cause complications and could cause uh, lung injury to um, to young people. And then, you know, then you've got a whole different ball of wax and much bigger claims against the company. So even if the company, you know, the company is essentially strictly liable for their product. And what that means is that, you know, you can't insert a defective product into the stream of commerce in America and then not take responsibility when it kills someone. So, um, you know, and just the the level of harm you're doing is going to come to the attention of the media. That's going to generate a lot more inspection. And, you know, to some extent, the public health authorities, the FDA or others, will do a lot of the investigation for us, or at least get us on the right track as lawyers to try and figure out what the claim should be. So, look, but if you've had lung injury or you know someone who's had lung injury from vaping, you know, it sounds like it's a fairly identifiable uh, problem with either ultrasounds or lung scans or bronchoscopy or something. So if you know people who've had lung injuries, send them over to me and we'll start working on evaluating the case. I've handled, you know, umpteen medical malpractice cases, so I know what to look for. Um, And it's just, you know, it's an interesting sort of new area and unfortunately there are always interesting new areas because companies put products into commerce that are not safe so that's enough for today that's ask andy on vaping i hold people accountable have a great day